Welcome to the Crosspoint Leadership Podcast, where we cover leadership from every angle, from church life to home life and everything in between. Welcome to episode five. Let's jump right in. This is part one of a series of podcasts that uh, I'm going to do entitled The Necessity of Vision. And so we're going to explore vision from a multiple, um, multiple angles. And uh, everything that we've talked about to this point really demands vision. And so we're going to jump in and explore a little bit about why that's important. We're going to talk about what vision is. And I, and I think once we do that, you're going to come away with a um, very clear understanding of why it's important. And uh, I, I think what it will do is force you really, really actually empower you to define and articulate a vision for for your department, your organization, your ministry. This also works for your life as well. And so these are these are important things. When we talk about leadership, we're not just talking about on the job leadership. You you have to, if you're going to be a great leader, the first person you have to lead is yourself. And so all of these um, episodes that we've been discussing on the podcast deal with leading yourself first and foremost. So let's jump right in. The most challenging part of leadership, I think we would all have to agree, is having the ability to make good decisions or or to make make decisions. Let's just say that. You know, we're we're faced with decisions every single day. If you are leading something, as they say, the buck stops with you. And especially in the first portion of your leadership, you've got a lot of decisions to make. And so that's a challenge. And many people would say the most challenging part of leadership is having to make decisions. But I would push back on that a little bit and say that's really not the most challenging part of leadership. The most challenging part of leadership is not knowing or not having to make decisions, but having the ability to make the right decision. Because everybody can make decisions, but the right decision is what we're looking for here because decisions are the steps that move you and I forward or backward in our leadership. They are literally the steps. Leadership moves forward through decision-making. Now, just think about this with me. Every decision that you have made to this point has led you to where you are in life right now. That's a lot to think about. Here's another way of putting it. You have become exactly what you decided to become. No one has ever made a decision for you. Now, you may have found yourself in situations that you didn't choose to be in, but you ultimately had to decide how you've responded to those situations. And therefore, your response or your decision has either moved you forward or backward in your leadership or in your life. So with that in mind, I want you to imagine what your leadership would look like, or we could even say your life, but let's, let's stick with leadership. What would your leadership look like if every decision you ever made was the right decision? How would that impact your leadership? How would that impact the people you lead, your department, your organization, your business, your ministry? That's a big question. And I think that's 
it's sobering to me to think about that, that I'm, I'm responsible for where I'm at. And this is where I've decided to be. And, and here's what it also tells me. If I can change the, the mechanism that I use to make decisions, if I can fix that part, or if I can streamline it or make it more efficient or make it better, then I can move myself along the leadership continuum from being a average leader to being a good leader to being a great leader. If I can learn how to make better decisions. So how do we know which decision is the right decision? I I don't doubt that every single one of us says, yes, I want to make the right decision. Absolutely, I do. But the problem is I am faced with so many variables or factors that I don't have control of or information that that's not available to me. How do I make the right decision? Well, I'm going to go to a scripture here and I want to read out of 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 12 to start off the next part of this podcast. And it reads like this, verse 12 of 1 Corinthians chapter 6, everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Now, right off the bat, I hope you recognize that there are two words that stand out in this scripture, permissible and beneficial. Here's how the scripture reads. Everything is permissible for me, but not all things are beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be enslaved by anything brought under its power, allowing it to control me. Now, here's what the scripture is saying. Just because something is good or permissible doesn't always mean that it's right or beneficial for the situation. The word beneficial is an interesting word. And in scripture, we go back and look at the original language to pull out some of the deeper meaning. And the word beneficial used here in the Greek is simphero. You can kind of see that you you hear the word symphony in there. And you're exactly right to hear that because that's really what this word means. It means to work together in a way that creates advancement toward a cause. Now, that is important because when we think about beneficial and permissible, sometimes we could think that those are the same thing, but they're not. See, the key to making the right decision is knowing what is beneficial. Which of the options that you have to choose from is going to advance you toward your cause or move you closer to what you're trying to achieve. There are many good options. And as leaders, you know this, when you're faced with decisions, it almost seems like there are an infinite number of good ideas or good options. But as a leader, you also know that just because it's a good option doesn't mean it's the best option. And that's what this scripture is saying. There are a lot of good options But good options are not always the best options. And good leaders know how to choose best options out of good options. So as leaders, we can become so preoccupied, though, and distracted with all the good options, right? What is permissible that we completely miss the right 
option, what is beneficial. And so one way to put this is every good offer is not the right offer. You know, maybe you're working in a, an organization or a ministry and you're, you're trying to think of an innovative way to, to move forward. And, you know, the possibilities are almost limitless. And so you're thinking, you know, I could do this, I could do that. And it's almost as if all of the good options are vying for your attention. They're screaming out to you. I would be the best idea. I would be the right choice. And it's real easy to get bogged down in that. And we can get so just consumed with all that is possible that we miss the exact right option for what we're trying to achieve. And, and here's, here's why I'm saying all of that. The title of this podcast uh, episode is The Necessity of Vision. The key to knowing what to choose is found in vision. That's why vision is an absolute necessity to leadership. Now watch, vision is the picture of a future destination viewed from the present. See, your imagination is so amazing. It's an incubator for your future. The human imagination that God blessed us with enables you and I to be in the present, except while we're in the present, we can, in our imagination, travel into the future and walk through something that we are envisioning. And we can see it, even though we're not there. We get a chance to, to, to be a part of something that doesn't exist. And that's why I say that our imagination is the incubator for our future. So what we have to do is set a destination in our future Think about where we want to go, what we want to be, how we want the situation to turn out. Uh, and, and that's vision. See, vision and sight are not the same thing. Sight is a function of the eyes. But vision is a function of your imagination. Yes, you see it, but you don't see it with your physical eye. You see it with your mind's eye. And really, I would go a step even further and say that godly vision is not even a function of your imagination. That's just where it's housed. But really, godly vision is, is a function of your heart. It's something that's deposited in you by God. And so, but either way, your imagination is where you view it. It's the movie screen through which you see your future, whatever that is. See, eyes look at what are common, but... Eyes that can see beyond, right? The eyes of the imagination, those are rare. We can see what's in front of us, what we can taste and, and, and touch and, and smell and see. You know, we, that's, our senses are not uh, the mechanism we use to see future destinations. So, for example, if you are, if you're traveling somewhere, you, you punch in your, phone or your GPS and your car, your destination. You, you envision where we're, where you're going. You've, you can't see it from where you're at, but you know where you want to go. And so you, you encode that into this mechanism, into your GPS. And then because it knows where you want to go, it creates a route that you now follow. And that's the power of vision. That's the power of vision. 
See, vision gives you a clear picture of where you're going. Your destination, see, your destination is what determines your decisions. Remember, we talked earlier and we said that imagine if you have made all the right decisions leading up to um, in your leadership and leading you, you know, on your journey. If you'd made all the right decisions. Well, what is a right decision? You have no idea if you need to turn right, left, go straight, turn around. You don't know unless you've set a destination. And and many of us end up in a situation or end up in our leadership confused and turned around and overwhelmed because we're we don't know what to do, what decision to make. And I'm saying that if we don't put in a destination into the GPS, our imagination, we're never going to know where to turn right or left. So we have no idea what a good or a right decision would be. We don't know where to turn, right? So when you're driving down the road, think about it. It's not against the law to turn left or right. It's permissible. It's permissible. You can turn, you can do whatever you want within the confines of the law, obviously, but you you can go forward, backward, turn left, turn right. It's only when you put in a destination that you find out which turn is the right turn to get you to your destination. So again, the key to knowing what to choose among all the good options, right? How to choose the right option is a function of vision. The vision is a picture of your future destination. It's housed in your imagination. It's a function of the heart. Sight is the ability to see things as they are. But vision is the ability to see things as they could be, right? You might be sitting in your home right now, but when you're planning your vacation, you're you're envisioning how things could be. And so when you set a destination, you're going to Florida, let's say, you you set that destination. And then once you set the destination, every decision in terms of your route, for the most part, it's already decided for you because it's a function of where you're going. That's a, a key thing to, to latch onto. And, and here's the thing, the clearer your destination becomes, the clearer the right choice becomes. If I say that I want to go to Florida, okay, that's a destination, but we know that Florida is a big state. So if I clarify my vision or I clarify where I want to end up, I can, I can distill that down to a certain town. Well, towns are big. Let's say that we wanted to go to Miami. Okay. Well, we've clarified the destination a little bit. Our vision's a little bit clear, but even in Miami, where are you going to go in Miami? Well, you know, then you get an address. Maybe your hotel's in Miami and you you put the address in. Now you've clarified your vision even more. And so now your decision making as a function of your destination, for the most part, has already been laid out for you. So you don't have to ask yourself, do I need to turn right here? Do I need to turn left here? Do I need to keep going straight? You know which direction you need to go. Here's what that that build here's what that does. That builds in for you guardrails so that you're not distracted by all the good options. You can you can streamline your decision making with vision. Proverbs 29:18 says this, where there is no vision the people perish. But those who follow instruction and guidance are blessed in all they do. Now, when this scripture was written, uh the individuals who wrote this had no idea about GPS. 
but we know that the scripture is inspired by the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit knew. So if we look back at this scripture, we can kind of put it in today's terms and here's kind of how it sounds. So where there's no vision, there's no destination been established, the people perish. Again, when we're reading scripture, these scriptures, Proverbs was in the Old Testament, so it was originally written in Hebrew. So we go back and look at the word. The word perish doesn't mean die. It really means to cast off restraint or to be out from under control, under no direction. See, if you think about that word and you go back to the discussion we had earlier about the route that your GPS gives you once you put in a destination, where there is no destination, this scripture could read, there is no route. It means you're free to go wherever you want to go. You have no you have no map or route restraining you to take a certain course. So where there is no vision, there is no destination, the people just go wherever they want to go. And they could go in circles. In fact, throughout scripture, we see many times that that's exactly what happened. When people decided to not follow God's vision for them, they circled and circled and circled and circled. But those who follow instruction and guidance they're blessed in all they do. I just want you to catch that. So the more time we spend clarifying our vision, where we want to go, what we see is our future, you know, what we see um, things as they could be, not as they are, the easier it becomes to make the right decision. And so in the arena of decision-making, we know there are an infinite number of choices. And these choices we said earlier, they're pulling and tugging on you. You could turn right, you could turn left. You could, you know, go north or south or east or west. And when you don't have a, a clear vision, you're easily distracted by that. You, um, you you do what's good instead of what's beneficial. You know, the, the thing that's going to, remember the word beneficial, it means working together in a way that creates advancement toward a cause. So let me read 1 Corinthians chapter 6 out of a different translation. And this kind of seals it all up. It reads like this. There are many choices I could make that are good, but not all good choices work together to move me closer to my vision, to my end goal, to my destination. There are many good things that I could be involved in, but I will not authorize something to control me by choosing it just because it's good. I only choose what moves me closer to my future destination. Wow, that is powerful. Vision clarifies what is beneficial. That's the main key and necessity to vision. It is what clarifies what is right in the midst of good. See, a leader without a vision is like a man who is searching for a needle in a haystack. He has good intentions. He will work hard. He will dig. He will sift. The problem is he has no direction. He's making good decision after good decision, but never finds the right decision. And so his leadership suffers, his organization suffers, his ministry suffers. But now a leader with a vision is like a man with a metal detector. Now, I don't know exactly if a metal detector would pick up a needle, but let's just say that it would. And you, you get the picture here. 
A leader with a vision is like a man with a metal detector searching for a needle in a haystack. That metal detector is like his vision. It finds on its own the right decision in the midst of a pile of good ones. I hope you can catch this. I hope you can see see this. And there, there's a lot to this. So again, this is part one. We're going to continue on. But I just, I just want you to grasp, grasp this as we finish out this episode. Right decisions in leadership are predefined by vision. Right decisions in leadership are predefined by vision. Now, this isn't, it's not always going to be exactly the case, but 95% of the questions that you are going to be faced with as a leader can be answered by clear vision. Vision answers questions before they're ever asked. It gives direction before it's ever needed. You need to find out where you're headed whether it's in your organization, your business, your ministry, your church, whatever it is, you need to clearly see and articulate where you're going. What do I see out in front? What could this be? And that will help you get on the road to making right decisions, not just good ones. Well, I hope that helps you kind of think about the importance of vision. Uh, Next time, we're going to go into part two of this and we'll discuss a little bit more about vision and and just continue on with this. There's a lot to unpack. I hope you enjoyed it. I would challenge you to go and ask yourself, have I thought about where I'm heading or am I just randomly searching for a needle in the haystack? Go check it out and we'll see you next time. 